gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Ben from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local, world news, and trending. This is Wednesday, October the 22nd at 9 p.m. Thank you for joining me. The vaccine passports come into effect today here in Ontario, Canada. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Doug. Well, here we are in the middle of the week. So since I last talked to you, you know, over the weekend. Now, weather is just terrible out here today. And um, yeah, quite a bit of rain. And we're going to get that throughout the night. And then tomorrow as well. But, you know, here we are two days after a federal election here in Canada. We woke up Tuesday morning with the same government, same results. And was this election even necessary? It costs $610 million to have the same results we did two years ago. A minority liberal government. So Prime Minister Trudeau gets his third term in office. Not the majority government that he wanted. I didn't suspect that he would get a majority government anyways. And why in the early election? It still remains a big mystery question of why we went to the polls two years early. But here we are. Same results, different day. So now, being that this is September the 22nd, I've talked to you about this before, and I'm going to go over this again. That today is the first day for this vaccine certificate program. Started at 12.01 a.m. Well, now what this is, for those who may haven't heard, who don't know anything about this passport certificate program, is that you have to be fully vaccinated in order to get access to some non-essential businesses here in Ontario that started today. Now, I haven't heard anything, um, you know, you know, people are really complaining um, about this vaccine uh, certificate. Um, there was, you know, this uh, today here in the city of London where I reside, I guess there was, you know, uh, disapproval of uh, two people wanting to go into a restaurant but not but could not provide that proof of certificate. So I take it that they're not vaccinated and um, they won't be doing really much as to dining in restaurants, going to the gym, going to the movies going to the bars and clubs, sporting events, any upcoming concerts, they're not fully vaccinated. 
I guess you'll be sitting out. Now, what you have to have, of course, is the proof. And that proof is what you get from the time you got vaccinated. Whether it's paper form or they sent it to you in a PDF. It'll have your name. It'll have your birth date. It'll have the last four digits of your health card. And the type of vaccine received and how many doses. And it has to be two doses 14 days prior from today. Now, there's been a lot of confusion. There might have been some pushback. You know, who's, who is going to um, look after this in the bars and restaurants and movie theaters and gyms? Well, the one restaurant here in the London was the two owners who were at the door entrance welcoming you in showing your proof of vaccine and you can go in and enjoy your meals, your favorite beverages. Now, this process is going to be in place until October 22nd when the province's QR code in the verification app will come into effect. So I really hope the government here in Ontario is really working hard on this and working quickly on this because we know how fast four weeks can go by. It'll be a lot easier than, you know, having a piece of paper. But for those, you know, who don't have smartphones, you know, you'd be able to use the paper form, obviously, uh, proof of vaccination. Now, where do you need this proof of vaccination? And we've gone through this time and time again. It's been on the news. It's been on the radio. It's been on all media sources. Some examples of these settings include restaurants and bars excluding outdoor patios, nightclubs, including outdoor areas, meeting and event spaces such as banquet halls and conference and convention centers, facilities used for sports and fitness activities, and, and person fitness training such as gyms, fitness and recreational facilities with the acceptance of the, of the youth recreational sports, Sporting events, indoor water parks, indoor areas of commercial film and TV productions with studio audiences, casinos, bingo halls, and gaming establishments, concerts, music festivals, theaters, and cinemas, strip clubs, bathhouses, and sex clubs, racing venues. And the government says at no time will anyone unvaccinated, be prevented from accessing necessary medical care, food from grocery stores, basic medical supplies, or other essentials. So you can go to the shopping mall. Whether you're vaccinated or not, you can go to the grocery store, whether you're vaccinated or not, drug stores, whatever, just like you're doing every single day right now. Now, here across Ontario, we've had our ups and downs from our openings and our shutdowns three times throughout this pandemic. And we look at other provinces around the country, and we look at Alberta, they are in a crisis. Their very health care is on the verge of collapsing. They lifted all the restrictions 
over the summer months. And now they're paying for it. And this is really unfortunate. You'd think by now governments and, and health officials would learn through experience and learn what this country has gone through during this pandemic. Here in Ontario, we see our cases fluctuating up and down. I've seen it as high as over 800 cases, then it backs down to 600, then it goes to 700. Now we're reporting under 500. You know, it's just going up and down, right? So, when people talk about getting a medical exemption, if they can't get the vaccine, and really there are only two valid medical exceptions, allergic reaction to the ingredients in the vaccines, and that you have a serious heart problem. That those people will be able to get a medical exemption. Now for the vast majority of the population, you know, the, your, your anti-vaxxers out there, and I'm talking about the anti-vaxxers, the people who are pushing back on the vaccines not having any medical problems. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. So thank you for joining me. So just a little bit of a recap here for you. Let's see. Monday, just passed here in Canada, was our federal election. And, you know, we woke up across this country with the same results than what we had. Nothing changed in this election. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is still Prime Minister of this country, but he has a minority government, which he had a minority government going into the election. It cost $610 million to have this election in the middle of a pandemic. Why call an election to begin with? People are still scratching their head and nothing has changed. It's like deja vu. It's like Groundhog Day. We keep waking up and it's the same day over and over again. So we got through that. And now today, September 22nd, if you've been on my show or you maybe listened to some of my episodes, today is the first day of the vaccine certificate, which means everybody here in this province of Ontario, Canada, has to show proof of vaccine that you're fully vaccinated in order to go to a restaurant and bars this is excluding any outdoor patios this is for indoor nightclubs including outdoor areas meeting and event spaces such as banquet halls and conference and convention centers sporting events indoor area water parks indoor um, areas of commercial film and TV productions with live studio audience, casinos, bingo halls, gaming establishments, concerts, music festivals, theaters, and cinemas. Like, you know, so if you're not vaccinated, those are the places that you cannot go. You can't go there to do those activities. But well, you can go to your restaurant and you can get takeout. 
if you're not fully vaccinated. But you cannot go in and dine if you're not fully vaccinated. This came into effect today, September the 22nd. We follow the province of Quebec, British Columbia, Manitoba, now Alberta. They are looking to do the same thing, but that province is in a real crisis with COVID-19 that their healthcare, their hospitals, everything is pretty much on a brink of collapsing because the province of Alberta lifted all the restrictions over the summertime. And you think that, you know, over the course of this pandemic that we would learn our lesson about lifting restrictions too early. Here in Ontario, where I reside, we know farewell of what happens when you lift the restrictions too early. You know, we've gone through three shutdowns, stay-at-home orders, the emergency order enacted. But over that time, you know, from, from last winter and, and the fall and, and then the winter and into the spring, and the schools being shut down in, in April. And then things slowly started to reopen and up as we got into July. Because before that, you know, you really couldn't, I mean, you can, you can, you could not even go play around the golf. Ontario was the only province in North America where you cannot play around a golf until July. So over time, you know, our premier of, of, of Ontario, I mean, he was reluctant in coming, you know, saying, yeah, he will agree to these vaccine certificates. He didn't want to have a split society and, you know, he didn't feel it was necessary, you know, but after a lot of discussions and a lot of convincing, you know, the premier of Ontario changed his mind and said, yes, here in Ontario, we are going to have these vaccine certificates. Now, so far being the first day this to take place, um, I haven't heard, you know, uh, of any disruptions, um, people making a scene. Um, it's been pretty lousy weather out here today. It's just rained hard all day. So I don't think people, you know, are even in the mood you know, to go out uh, to their favorite restaurant to dine in because certainly you're not going to be sitting on a patio today nor tomorrow and hopefully by the weekend. You know, like I say, when it comes to the restaurants and the bars, excluding the, the outdoor patio. So anybody who's not fully vaccinated or is not vaccinated, you can sit on a restaurant patio. You just can't dine inside. And soon, patios are going to be closed because the weather is changing. It's going to get colder. So who wants? Yeah, I mean, patios are great for summertime. Go to your favorite bar or pub, and you sit on the patio in the nice hot summer days, enjoying your favorite beverage. But as this, you know, we're, we're in the first day of fall, you know, summertime's behind us. And now, you know, today's not a great day for the patio because it's just raining like crazy right now. And um, so with these vac vaccine certificates, um, I guess we're just going to have to just wait and see, you know, um, people 
you know, causing a scene, harassing staff and management. And of course, you know, our health minister, I mean, she just thinks that, you know, whenever there's a problem, you know, you call 911. Well, if you have a disgruntled customer over these vaccine certificates, you don't call 911. You call the non-emergency number. 911 is for emergencies. Somebody standing there arguing with you about these passport certificates or these vaccine certificates is not a 911 call. And I think uh, restaurant owners and nightclub owners and gym owners and people who run the movie theaters, um, the sporting events, I'm sure they understand the difference between a disgruntled patron in a real emergency. So don't call 911. So we're going to have to see how this is going to go because coming um, October the 22nd is when the Ontario government thinks it's going to have its QR code all set up and running. So then everybody um, we'll be able to get their QR code because it would just be for, you know, that individual. Because not everybody got the same vaccine. People got Moderna. And like, you know, if I got Pfizer, not everybody got Pfizer. But you got Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, you know, the other vaccines out there, ExoSeneca. So it'll be uh, the QR code would be unique to the individual for me, for an example, I got Pfizer. So when I scan that, starting mid-October, late October, it'll show my status of vaccination, right? I've been fully vaccinated since June the 19th. I do have my PDF copy showing that I am fully vaccinated, what vaccine I have, my name, my date of birth, everything on this certificate that, uh, that I will need to do when I, if I go to the bar or wherever I go, but it doesn't include grocery stores and drug stores and shopping malls. You know, of course, everybody's allowed to go do all that sort of stuff, right? So, you know, I guess it's more or less for, you know, close contact, you know, you're in a small restaurant, small bar, or whatever the case may be, that you have to be fully vaccinated. And the rules still apply also that... You wear your mask to your table. Once you're seated, you can remove your mask. If you get up from your table to the restroom, then you have to put your mask back on. Of course, there's still contact tracing, which all the bars and restaurants have been doing. Even before the government asked them to do it, there was places that were already doing contact tracing taking your name and your telephone number, just in case. Just in case that very day you're exposed to the virus and that they can contact you. That's why we do contact tracing. Now, There's a few bugs that has to be worked out, obviously, because, you know, this is uh, this is all new to us. It's all new to the uh, Ontario government. All new to all businesses who are involved um, in this vaccine certificate. And, 
you know, the government is, is out there, you know, talking to business owners who owns gyms and the bars and restaurants and so on, you know, um, how to go about everything and, um, Simply, I mean, you know, one of the best policies to if, if um, you're the one who has to ask for the vaccine certificate and the person just simply refuses, not going to give it to you, you know, you'd be as polite as you possibly can be. And then that they will have to leave the premises unless it is a, still a nice day out there and they want to sit on the patio, which they would be allowed to do. But if they want us to go inside to dine, they cannot. But they can take out, as always, can order ahead, go pick it up, take it home. But you have to be fully vaccinated in order to go into these other establishments, like I said. This is starting effective today. Now, another thing that's coming up here um, in the city of London, Ontario, where I reside, I guess this weekend, they call it the homecoming weekend, the university students, university, past university students come back and get together and party and catch up on of what they've been doing in their lives. Now, with the restrictions still going on here across the province, only being in uh, the stage three reopening. Now with the colleges and the universities back in class, So far, it's not, you know, it's really not that bad. You know, um, you know, September the 7th, when, when all schools went back into class, and this is the 22nd, 26 charges as part of the latest Project Learn have been laid. Now, in the preparation for the return to campus and, and for college and university students, the goal of Project Learn is to protect public safety, property, and encourage students to celebrate responsibly. And this is what we've asked from time and time again, is that we're not telling you, we're not you know, saying to the, to the universities and college students, that absolutely no way that you're going to party, you know, we're telling you to do it responsibly. Now, according to the city police, between September the 5th to September the 19th, officers laid one charge under the reopening act, which carries a maximum fine of $10,000, 15 provincial offenses, notices, and eight bylaw notices into arrests under the Liquor License Act in relation to being intoxicate, intoxicated in a public place. Now, hitting into this weekend coming up, um, is the homecoming weekend and the police are reminding students that they will be out in the community enforcing the public health guidelines, as well as criminal, provincial, and city bylaws are being adhered to. The safety of our community is our priority. Where we see action that threatened that safety, they will intervene. Now, just ahead of the homecoming weekend here in London, the Middlesex Health Unit 
has also put in place two Section 22 class orders. Now, you think the provincial government um, puts in these orders, the health units can also do it as well. Now, what the health unit is going to do when it comes to social gatherings and, and mostly social gatherings. You know, the hefty fines are part of the two sections of the new Section 22 class orders that are being put in place by the Middlesex London Health Unit. Citing recent COVID-19 outbreaks related to high-risk gatherings and the ongoing presence of the Delta variant, the health unit says that the orders around private gatherings and nightclubs will go into effect at 12 p.m. Thursday. The first order reiterates the limits placed on social gathering outlined by the province capping indoor gatherings at 25 people and limiting uh, outdoor gatherings to 100. Now, when I'm talking about when university students party, I'm talking thousands of people. This is not to happen. Outdoor gatherings is a hundred people. Now, when asked if these orders were being put in place because of the planned um, homecoming, and of course the medical officer said, you know, it's part of the reason why the new Section 22 class orders that are being put in place starting tomorrow. Now, people who live, you know, around the university and colleges, you know, have put up um, with a lot of nonsense um, from party goers, you know, to property damage, disturbing the peace, public safety. Over the years, never mind the pandemic. Now, of course, the university and colleges are also telling the students, you know, to keep it calm. You know, I mean, how hard, how hard does that have to be? Just keep it calm. You know, back last spring, last April, there was something like, I think it got a little over 200 university students came down with COVID. Parties off campus and every single residence on campus came down with infections. It drove our numbers from the single digits into triple digits here in the city. And this is before school was out. It prompted the university to tell everybody who lives on campus to move out and go home. That was back last April. Now we want to keep it to where we are 
right now. We don't want to see a whole pile of cases. We don't want to see hundreds of cases. These passport certificates that rolled out today is temporary. Now, anybody eligible from the age of 12 and up can get their vaccine. Those who, you know, wish not to get vaccinated. You know what I mean? That's their business. But if you want to partake with what everybody else is doing, then I suggest that you get vaccinated. Or you just be eating dinner at your own home, watching movies at your own home, exercising in your own home, if you're a person who goes to the gym. Now, I hope coming uh, this this weekend coming, I hope that um, the university students, college students, you know, be a little more responsible. You know, um, the mayor here in the city, um, he says that he's more concerned about the safety of the London citizens and all of them. And that's, you know, got to be the priority for this weekend. You know, a lot of students that go to university come from other parts of the country. Right? You're here as a visitor. I live here. I have lived in this city my entire life. So thousands of other Londoners have lived in the city all our lives. Respect the community that you live in, your neighbors. This is what we ask. It can't be that hard. I mean, you're smart enough to go to university, then you should be smart enough to behave yourself. And the health unit also said it will also crack down on establishments that don't have table space to park far enough or allow customers to or to allow customers to flaunt the COVID-19 rules. Some restaurants say they're doing the best they can with fewer staff than normal because so many have left the hospitality sector. And that is true. A lot of people have left the hospitality because they've been when when we went into to closures, well, restaurants and bars, you know, had to close the doors. Only for takeout. Now, I mean for the most part too, ladies and gentlemen, the people have been complying as well as the as best they possibly can. You know, um, I guess it's the few thousand university students that um, aren't so compliant. Now, the failure to comply with the Section 22 orders can result in fines of $750 for individuals and $1,000 for the businesses or organizations. Now, if you're having a big house party or thinking about having a big house party this weekend with over 25 people, you want to think again because that fine can be up to $10,000.
and all parties will be participating in these enforcement efforts as necessary. We, as an agency, the police meet routinely with other enforcement agencies to review enforcement strategies. And this weekend, as most weekends, public health inspectors will be prominently working with managed facilities, restaurants, bars, nightclubs, where police and by law may be more of those spontaneous social gatherings. But again, all of those individuals are able to ticket under the Section 22 of the Health Protection and Promotion Act. So we ask the college and university students be responsible. Don't go and do stupid shit, get yourself in trouble. $750 fine. You know, is it really worth it? You know, unless you're a rich kid and your mom and dad will pay it for you. There's a lot of university students that are going this alone, paying their own tuitions, working hard. You don't want to get a $750 fine. Nobody wants to see that. And nobody wants to see cases going up neither. For the first time in a long time, you know, we're seeing roughly about 500 cases in the entire in the entire province of 16 million people. 79% of everyone who lives here in Ontario are fully vaccinated. And we saw a jump in vaccination when the Premier of Ontario announced that he is going to go ahead with the vaccine certificate. We saw a large jump in people getting their second shot, people getting their first shot. So with this homecoming weekend coming up, and of course today marking the first day of these vaccine vaccine certificates to show proof that you're vaccinated to get into restaurants and bars and gyms and movie theaters. Of course, if you'd like to go to the casino, sporting events, any places like that, you're going to have to be vaccinated and you have to have proof. Only two exemptions. Now you had a, a allergic reaction to the vaccine or you have a serious heart condition. There's no exemption for, I don't want to get vaccinated. There's no exemptions for that. Doctors are not gonna write you a note or fill out an exemption forms just because you say you don't want to get vaccinated. That's not how it works. The Surgeon General of Ontario has also put that warning out to doctors. You know, you're just not going to just be filling out forms. That's not how it works. I mean, doctors are not going to do that anyways. They're not going to put their practice or their license on the line just because somebody who's an anti-vaxxer not going to put their license or their practice on the line for you because you simply don't want to get vaccinated. 
and you don't have any health conditions that can prevent you from getting vaccinated. You just simply don't want it. You can just simply sit on the sidelines. And the other 15 million of us will carry on with their everyday lives. And you can sit there and pout all you want. It's not going to get you anywhere. Get vaccinated if you want. If you don't, that's your problem. No one's twisting your arm. No one's forcing you to do it. Just do what you want, I guess. Now, I think there was one other thing here. Now, here in Canada, we have paused COVID-19 vaccines deliveries as supply far exceeds the demand. We have enough vaccines in this country. We could probably vaccinate everybody almost three times. So there really is no excuse. Can't say, oh, we got, oh, we don't have enough vaccines. I'm not going to get vaccinated. We have, <laughs> we have, we have plenty. And as of Wednesday today, 80% of eligible Canadians are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. And another 7% have their first shot. At most Canada, we need 11 million doses to finish vaccinated everyone over 12. And we certainly have more than 11 million doses to finish vaccinating. 80% of Canadians are fully vaccinated. But, you know, the other thing, though, too, ladies and gentlemen, is that like the United States and Canada and the other wealthy countries around there, you know, if we have a surplus of vaccines, then these vaccines need to be distributed to other countries that need them. United States is doing it, Canada, and the President of the United States, Joe Biden, has called on countries like Canada to do more to help get the rest of the world vaccinated following a virtual vaccine summit, and that was done today. So, of course, we're going to do that. Of course, the United States is going to do that. Europe is going to do that. You know, spread out the vaccines around the world so these other, you know, countries who are less fortunate than we are here in North America and Europe, where they need to be vaccinated as well. We have a surplus. Like I said, we could we could start a third round of vaccines to, to vaccinate the population again here in Canada. Now, having said that, that 80% of Canadians are fully vaccinated. It's pretty impressive that this country has rolled up their sleeves. Do the right thing. 
now I get it. There's there's people out there who are who are hesitant. There's people out there who are afraid of needles. You know, and, and you know, being afraid of needles is a real thing. People out there still want, you know, you know, it's uncertain, you know, um, getting answers. Now, whether they're rolling up their sleeves or not, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're still not satisfied. I don't know. But then there's are the ones when I say anti-vaxxers, they're the ones who are simply regardless of what answers they get. You know, more likely they're not going to get vaccinated. But as provinces around countries, you know, British Columbia, Alberta, now is bringing in the vaccine certificate, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, and other provinces out east. Soon I won't be too surprised if it becomes all 10 provinces in the uh, three territories that these vaccine uh, certificates are implemented. in order to help curve the spread of COVID-19 and particularly this Delta variant. We're seeing what's happening across the United States and even here in Canada, in the province of Alberta, like I said earlier, they, their healthcare, their hospitals, I've hit an emergency level. Other provinces like Ontario are looking to step up to bring patients here. And it's something that, you know, we thought we wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing, but you know, we're going to be doing it. You know, even when Ontario, the most populated province of Canada, even when Ontario was in its crisis, doctors and nurses and specially trained military personnel over the course of of the early spring to help out in our ICUs because they were filling to capacity. And as the Canadians step up and help each other around this country, doing the patriotic thing of not just helping out, but rolling up their sleeves and getting vaccinated, 80%. 80% of Canadians are fully vaccinated. That's out of 37 million people. 80%. I can't ask for a better number than that. And here in the po- here in the most populated province of Ontario of 16 million people, 79% are fully vaccinated. Now, people are asking, how long is this vaccine certificate going to last for? Well, the Ontario government and the top health officials in this province are saying March, even potentially April. And we will remain in the stage three reopening and that's with capacity limits basically but that is of course mass mandates that's not going anywhere anytime soon 
for all indoor public buildings that you will have to wear a mask as well. Something that we're just going to have to get used to for a little while, I guess. You know, there's going to be glitches along the way with the with with the uh, uh, the vaccine uh, the vaccine uh, certificate um, in order to, um, like I said, dine in restaurants and going to the gym and movie theaters, sporting events, concerts, casinos. You know, you name it. You know, you're going to have to show proof that you're fully vaccinated. The government's website, um, where people can go on there and uh, print off a, a, a paper copy or download it as a PDF. Little glitches overnight, you know. Um, I guess the website was down for maintenance. What a time for that to happen when when something is coming into effect, you know? So people, you know, hoping to wake up early, you know, and, and get it done. Well, they couldn't do anything until after 8 a.m. this morning when the government site was back up and operating and then they were, they were able to get their vaccine uh, certificate printed off or downloaded in a PDF. So... I had gotten mine um, after my, my uh, second dose um, sent to me in a PDF. So I, I didn't have to go on the government website. And that and I have that saved on, on my cell phone. I also have a copy of it saved on my laptop just in case. Because, you know, I go through files on my phone and, oh, I don't need that file. I don't need this file. I delete stuff. I don't want to delete that. So I do have a copy of it on my laptop. And of course, I can go on the government website and get another one. So it's not, I'm not going to be out of luck. So that's for people who are vaccinated. And that's the only people that can get it. Nobody else. So if you're unvaccinated, there's, there's nothing there for you. Until you get vaccinated. Now, hopefully this, you know, with these vaccine certificates, I hope it, it runs off without a glitch. You know, things are going to get better, you know, as we move forward. And, uh, you know, all I can, you know, really say to um, people out there, um, get informed, talk to your healthcare professional. There are the people out there that can help you navigate your way through these vaccines, nobody else, not your neighbor, you know, not some Joe Blow on the internet, you know, thinking that he or she knows everything about the vaccines when they don't know absolutely nothing because they're not trained to know anything. Talk to your healthcare profession. That's where you're going to get your answers from. You're going to get the right answers. Now, I hope everybody, you know, just go out there and do the right things. You know, if you have protocols put in place, you have mandates put in place, you have mask wearing put in place. Um, just do it. You know, enough with this anti-masking shit. You know what I mean? Enough with that crap. 
Put the mask on your face. Help protect yourself. Help protect others. And like I said, if you're not sure about the vaccines, talk to a healthcare professional. That's who you need to talk to. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this evening. It's uh, it's a rare night that I come out um, to uh, talk to you about things that's going on here, you know, especially here in Canada where I'm from um, with this, uh, well, federal election finally over, which, you know, was called two years early, which it didn't need to be called, but. You know, it's uh, just waking up, you know, Tuesday morning. It was like deja vu. You know, nothing changed. So then, of course, this uh, vaccine uh, certificate that comes into effect today here across Ontario, Canada, and other provinces here in Canada. And that, so thank you for joining me. Have a, a, a safe evening, have a good evening, and have a safe rest of your week. I mean, tomorrow's Thursday. We're almost there. It's almost the weekend. You know, think about it just being a one more day. One more day. Hooray. It's the weekend. You know, be safe, ladies and gentlemen. Give your... family members a hug and tell them you love them take care of one another and uh i will be back out here i will be back out here saturday morning at 9 a.m until then be safe and thank you I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. This is the Truckers Podcast.